The Rebbe starts off the Sikha by saying that the second day of Rosh Hashanah is different to the second day of other Yom Tovim. In its connection to the very essence of the Yom Tov and in its connection and strong bond with the first day of Yom Tov. The Rebbe says this could be seen even in the area of Halacha where we say that something, for example, that came into being on the first day of Yom Tov, on a regular Yom Tov, would be mutter, would be allowed to have and to move on the second day of Yom Tov, whereas Rosh Hashanah, this wouldn't be the case. Something that came into being, that was hatched, for example, or that was laid on the first day of Yom Tov, would automatically be ushered on the second day of Yom Tov as well, because in Rosh Hashanah we say the two days are considered like one long day. Oswapi Pnimi Yisoyen Al-Tarebbe explains in Lekutei Torah that the two days of Rosh Hashanah are really one and the same idea called Aliyah Sa'olamois. The worlds are being elevated to a higher spiritual plane, although on the first day it's more in a pnimi, is the way the inner part of the world is the second day, and the outer aspects of the worlds, but basically the two days of Rosh Hashanah are one and the same. Says the Rebbe, this idea that the second day of Rosh Hashanah is so much connected to the first day and to the very essence of the Yom Tif is even more emphasized in a year like this one when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos. In order to explain this, the Rebbe starts off by saying that we know that in the davening of Rosh Hashanah we say, This is the day of the beginning of your work, of your creations. Now we know that most of the things in creation were actually created before Rosh Hashanah. It's only Adam was created on Rosh Hashanah. And yet we say, this is the beginning of all the creation. And the reason for this is, is because the whole purpose of all of the Olamois, all of the Ishtalshalos, all of the worlds, everything that preceded Adam, is all that this lowly world should be created, and ultimately for Adam to be able to make, for man to be able to make a dira for Hashem, down in this world. And the Rebbe explains that when we speak about Nesava Kodesh Baruch Dira there are two aspects. One aspect is the nisava part, that Hashem had a desire. This means this is something beyond logic and reason. We have no idea why Hashem had this desire. The Rebbe Rashab brings in the name of the Alter Rebbe, we can't ask a question on this desire. On the other hand, we do know what Hashem desired. Hashem wants that we should make a dira betachtoinim. He wants to have a dwelling place in this lowly world. And it's not only to have a dwelling place, but that we should achieve it through our Avoidah. And for this, we're going to have the assistance and all of the previous Olamois and the Oirois and everything that comes along. The whole world itself is all assisting us and helping us along that we should be able to do that Avoidah. And this is why we say, because really everything in the world, the higher worlds and this world is all helping man. They're all here for this purpose of man to be able to make the dira for Hashem down here in this world. The Rebbe points out an interesting thing that even though in the beginning of creation they actually preceded Adam, even though Adam was the Tachlis, they came before him, yet now in the renewal of every year, we say together with Adam, they're all being renewed. Because once Adam is here, once the purpose, the goal is noticeable and seen, which is Adam, so now automatically everything is linked with him and we say the day of his renewal is the day of everything else's renewal. Says the Rebbe, since Rosh Hashanah is the day of the renewal of all of, cre- of, all of creation, and in a way that you could notice that what's the purpose? The purpose is to make a dira betachtoinim, for Adam to work with it and make a dira betachtoinim. It makes sense to say that in the mitzvah of the day, in the mitzvah of shoifar, we also see this idea 
of Nisava, Kadish Baruch Uliyos Lo Yisborich Dira B'Tachtoyin, and as the Rebbe is going to explain, that we're going to see the two aspects. On the one hand, that it's about a taiva of the Eibushter that's completely higher than logic and reason, and on the other hand, how important it is the avoid of the person. To explain this, the Rebbe looks at a Rambam. The Rambam speaks about Shoifer and says that even though Tkiyas Shoifer and Rosh Hashanah is exerus Hakosovitz a decree, nevertheless, it also has a remis. It also alludes to the idea of telling people to wake up and improve their actions, the idea of tshuva. The Rebbe asks, seemingly, why is it even relevant when the Rambam is dealing in Hilchus Tshuva and mentions the idea of Shoifer, why is it even relevant to point out that there is a Gzairas HaKosov, that it's a decree of Hashem? And what if it wouldn't be a decree? What if it would be a logical mitzvah? We could still say that it has the Tshuva element. Why is it relevant to speak about the Gzairas HaKosov? So the Rebbe explains that this is exactly the point the Rambam is trying to make. In regards to many mitzvahs, we say that it's higher than understanding, but it's still somehow, in some way, connected to the world of logic. The Rebbe brings the famous idea that Shloima HaMelech wanted to understand the mitzvah of Parah Aduma, but couldn't understand it. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to understand it. That means even Parah Aduma is something that's not completely removed from logic and reason. Says the Rebbe, says the Rebbe that this is what the Rambam is trying to tell us. That Tkiya Shoifer Gzeiras Akosov, this is something completely beyond logic and reason. And therefore the Rebbe says that the Rambam, with this Rambam we now see that what's Tkiya Shoifer? Similar to the idea of Nisava HaKadosh Baruch there is this element that the Abishter has a taiva, a desire to have a dira B'Tachtoinim, something that's completely higher than logic and reasons, which is expressed through the Shoifer, which is Gzeiras Akosov. On the other hand, we say, Rem is yesh boy, that the idea of shoifar, how do we tap into it? How do we get involved with the shoifar? There's a void of the person. There's uru yishen machine aschem. We have to wake up from our sleep. We have to stay away from the bad. We have to improve and do good. And this is the message that the Ramam is telling us, that the idea of shoifar is similar to Nisava HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where on the one hand, it's like Exodus HaKosov, a pure type of something that's higher than logic and reason. But on the other hand, there's also the idea of the avoid of the person through which it's all going to happen. In this particular case, is avoid of tshuva and is maizim toivim and so on. Says the Rebbe, when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, so on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we're not going to have the avoid of the person. So yes, on the one hand, Chassidus explains that the reason we don't blow shoifar on Shabbos is because Shabbos itself could achieve all of the inyanim that the shoifar needs to achieve. But the bottom line is that we don't actually have the shoifer blowing. We don't have actually have the avoid of the person. In our ears, we won't hear the shoifer being blown. It's not going to inspire us and wake us up like it usually does. This is only going to happen on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. On the first day, it was all happening, yes, by itself, very nice from above, but it's not the avoid of the person. Says the Rebbe, here we can now come to appreciate the special quality in this kvius of the second day of Yom Tov. And that is, in a regular year where you have the renewal of the world as a result of the Avoidah, so fine, very nice. This is the whole point of Rosh Hashanah. We say it's relevant, your Avoidah is important, and this is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. But now we have a year where on the first day, technically everything was done already. It was all done by Hashem. And yet we're telling the person, that notwithstanding all of these greatest things that happen on their own on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, your avoidah is still needed. Says the Rebbe, here we have a very powerful hoirah, that the obligation of our avoidah and the importance of our avoidah is not only when something is lacking, missing, incomplete, and so on. 
but rather even when something was done already in its most perfect way, it was done by Hashem. Nevertheless, the avoid of the, man, the person is needed. This is similar to what it says about Adam Orishon. Hashem made a Ganeid in a perfect place. And yet what does Hashem do? Puts Adam Orishon of Shamra. Says the Rebbe, this is also true, that we said before, that on the first day, there is the elevation of the Olamis and the Pnimius. On the second day, Bechitzonius. But the Rebbe explains that in the Kvius, when Yom Tov Shana falls out on Shabbos, what's particularly emphasized is the avoid of the person. That is, on the first day, everything is happening by itself, so it's not so noticeable in the world. The idea of Tkiyah Shoifer, we don't make the Brach of Shoifer, we don't say Shechayonu, and so on and so forth. Whereas on the next day, when the Yid blows Shoifer, it's going to be expressed also in the Chitzoinius of the world. We're going to have Hashem Kedushanu, B'mitzvois of Etzivanu, in an open and revealed way, that connection to Hashem. We're going to be able to say a Shechayonu V'kimonu V'kimonu that we don't even need, in that case, a new garment. But rather, the inyanum of Shoifer are completely being achieved by the person through his avoida, bringing down a likus into our world.